Now, before we start making sentences based on what we've just learned, I would like to add one more thing. In a sentence where subject and object are often mixed up or the, there is no specified structure to which it, the subject and object has to go because the subject can come first or the object can come first. Um, for instance, I eat dosai. Uh, in Tamil, it would be I dosai eat or it would be dosai I eat. So, how would you know which is the subject and which is the object? I mean, is the dosai eating me or am I eating the dosai? I mean, with such a thing, it would be very simple and straightforward. You'd know it from the context. But certain places, the context is not simple. So, in Tamil, we have, we have this method of making the object known by adding an I, the sound I at the end of your object. Whatever your object is and however it ends, you can end it with an I to ensure that it is known that it is an object. Let's take for example, Pasu, right? Cow, Pasu. In order to make that pasu an object in the particular sentence, we would say pasu ai. Pasu ai. Yeah, super. I mean, it <laughs> sounds a little bit funny, but it's just about to get more peculiar. What if you have a word that already ends with ai, like dosai or punei? Cat, right? Pune. In that circumstance, what we do is we add another I to the end of the word. So, dosai would become dosai yai. Just like punai, cat, punai will become punai yai. Now remember that this only happens when you want to show in a sentence that something is an object and not a subject. It is not necessary that you always add this I. Usually in writing it is always added uh, because in writing you can never know often. But when you speak, often people let go of the I. Because if I say, I eat dosa, it's very clear it's an I that eats the dosa and not the dosa eats me. And therefore, there's no, there's no question in the matter and people don't add that extra I. But in writing, it's always done. So, I eat dosa is I dosai eat and the dosai is the object so it becomes dosai yai so i dosai yai eat nan dosai yai chapidugiren again because there's an i at the end of the previous word sapidugiren becomes chapidugiren nan dosai yai chapidugiren
Nan dosaye chapedagirin. Now I want to if I want to say I tonight I eat dosa or I eat dosa tonight it is I tonight dosa eat right over there it starts to get more confusing so the I should be used nan indrirave dosa yai chapidugiren Nan Indri River Dosayai Chapidugirain. The word for tonight is Indri Ravu. Indri Ravu. Yes, Indri Ravu. So I eat dosai tonight. I tonight dosai eat. Nan Indri Ravu Dosayai. Chapidugirain. Nan Indri River Dosayai Chapidugirain. Even in English, the, we have certain methods of doing this because in certain contexts, it starts to become confusing. For example, um, I love you, right? I love you becomes I is loving the you. But when I want to say the opposite that you love, it, I, we don't say you love I because then we are not sure who's the object who's the lover and who's being loved so instead we have a me me is the form where i becomes the object and therefore it becomes i you i love you but you love me in tamil we have this possibility for every word every noun every proper noun we can change anything into the subject and anything into the object just by adding or removing an I at the end. But if the word already has an I, you wouldn't remove that I. You can only add an extra I or take off the second I. <laughs> Remember again, a lot, especially in colloquial Tamil and rural Tamil, this extra I is not necessarily used. That's mostly because the sentence is obviously clear on its own. It's not that they don't know how to use it. It's not that they won't use it when the time is needed. It's just that they, the, uh, the Tamil people, we know when we are supposed to be using it and when we are not supposed to be using it. So I would recommend that you all, until you're comfortable with this, Every time you use the I, the extra I, and clarify very clearly where your object is. And over time, as you get comfortable with the language and, and feel sure of it, then you can start to remove it off when it doesn't, when it is really not necessary. So just like I and me, I is the subject and, and me is the object, every pronoun has a form where the I can be added. And let's explore some of these. So, I, Nan, Me, Yennai. I'd like you to say both, right? I, Nan, Me, 
Yenai. I, Nan, me, Yenai. The word Nai comes from N is my. So I is not added to the Nan, it is added to the my to become me. And this is this is why it's important to look at the pronouns separately because these have special ways. All other words, all other proper nouns and nouns, you just add uh, I to the end of the word. But with pronouns, you have to be a little bit careful. So let's try all of them. I, Nan, Me, Yenai. I, Nan, Me, Yenai. You is ni, the impolite form. You is ni. And you as an object is unnai. Politely, you ningal, with this is the subject, ningal. To make it the object is ungalai. So, Ningal Ungalai Ningal Ungalai So Nan Yenai Ni Unai Ningal Ungalai Right, let's go to He Avan Avanai That one's pretty straightforward Avan Avanai Avan Avanai Very good Aval Avalai This is she as a subject, she as an object Also very simple Aval Avalai Aval Avalai That person which is Politely, also very simple. Avar, avarai. Avar, avarai. They, avarhal, avarhalai. Also simple. Avarhal, avarhalai. Avarhal. We. This one is slightly different. Nam Nammai. Nam Nammai. Now the exclusive form is slightly more different. Nangal Engalai. Right? Nangal. Engalai Nangal Engalai It subject and object Adi Adai 